live from Sin City, it's the Socks and Pinstripes Podcast. And now, here's the star of the show, Diet Dr. Griffin! Crotch shot. This is Diet Dr. Griffin back with another episode of the Socks Pinstripes Podcast. Now, I wouldn't exactly call myself somebody who is overly fashionable. I generally wear jeans, a t-shirt, a baseball hat, and a jacket, depending on the weather. I couldn't tell you about what styles are in for men and how to look more fashionable. I'm not David Beckham, okay? I'm... Just a simple person who enjoys the simple things in life. But I do know something that I don't want to see when I'm going out and about. And that is a guy's penis. Why would I be talking about this on this podcast? Well, it's because of the see-through MLB uniforms. If you're listening to a baseball podcast like mine, I'm sure you have probably gone onto Twitter or X or X Twitter or X Men Twitter about the MLB uniform situation and have seen some very suggestive photos that would make you think that maybe some MLB players, and I'm I'm talking about you, Giancarlo, should consider supplementing their income with OnlyFans. The PG version of that comment was basically the fact that when the uniforms are tucked in, you can see where the shirt ends on pretty much any light-colored jersey. And most of the teams in the league have some kind of home white jersey. I can't imagine what it's going to be like when it's raining out. And maybe we see a couple of nipples coming out, or maybe we see something else. It could end up being like a wet t-shirt contest. And we all know Daniel Vogelbach's going to win that contest. Players have complained about the feel of the uniforms, the materials, which makes sense given the see-through status. The material is different and thinner than they have typically been. But even before these revealing uniforms were revealed... They were showing images of the backs of the jerseys. In particular, they were comparing Seattle Mariners jerseys. I believe it was Logan Gilbert on one side and George Kirby on the other. And the lettering and the logo, everything just looked really cheap. Nike has the current contract on MLB uniforms, but Fanatics now is the one that is making the uniforms under the Nike logo, and the quality has just been really bad. Pretty much everyone of age, including the reporters, 
are making comments about the uniforms and how embarrassing it is for the game. Even the MLB Players Union chief, Tony the Tiger Clark, was making comments about how poorly the uniforms were. And, you know, Tony's always been a guy who's focused more on the player comforts, being that he was a former player himself and now is a professional grizzly bear. He should probably go back to focusing on why the NL Cy Young Award winner still hasn't signed with the team. I think the players all around are frustrated that Snell hasn't gotten a deal yet. I imagine given the public embarrassment that the owners will probably fix this fairly soon and manage to get something from the players for doing it because they really don't care about the uniforms and they just want to get money from the contracts. It's a business for these owners. They want to make money and not lose money every year. Money is a major concern for ownership right now because you had another team, the Washington Nationals, take their team off the market after having it on the market for at least a year and a half, maybe two years. I mean, when they traded Juan Soto, it was known that they were intending on selling the team. Now we got two years later, and they have given the same excuse that Artie Moreno gave before last season. The truth is that they're not getting the money that they think the franchise is worth. And it doesn't help that the Baltimore Orioles just sold for $1.75 billion. You've got teams in the NBA like the Phoenix Suns that sold for $4 billion. And one of the marquee MLB teams can't even fetch half that price. Much like with Artie, I have a feeling that the Washington Nationals situation had to do with the RSN money. Their situation is a little different because the Nationals are on an exclusive RSN with the Baltimore Orioles because they're both within the same general area. But there have been lawsuits for years about the payments that or owed between each of the teams. It's difficult as a buyer to know the proper valuation of a franchise without knowing what a lot of the incoming revenue is. I don't know the specifics on how much money that they're expecting to get. That's obviously private financial records between the teams, but it is known that the San Diego Padres RSN, for example, was $60 million a year. If you have a franchise and you can't figure out if the revenue of it is $60 million or you know $0 million, it's difficult to know how much it's actually worth. And I have a feeling that the buyers are obviously thinking that it's worth less than what the owners are thinking it's for, and there's no sales going on as a result. Well, spring training has officially started, and we've actually had a baseball game this week. The Los Angeles Dodgers beat the San Diego Padres 14-1. to 
The only thing I really pay attention to with spring training is injuries. That's really the only important thing that I care about is injuries. And we got one here. Kodai Senga has a shoulder issue and is expected to start the season on the injured list. He could easily miss the first month of the season because pitchers need time to ramp up. They can't just come back from the injury. They have to heal the injury and then get themselves warmed up. And that oftentimes will take a a couple of weeks at least for a starter. It depends on how long the layoff is. If it's somebody who hasn't pitched all year, you might have them get four or five starts in the minors, building up the pitch count each time until they come back. If it's a reliever, it might only be one or two outings, and then they're back. And hitters, of course, pretty much come back after doing a rehab assignment for the hitting side of things. So they'll be in the lineup for a few days, or sometimes they don't even come back on a rehab assignment. They just come straight back. It's a very specific situational thing. Hopefully Kodai Senga will be back sooner rather than later, striking people out with his ghost forkball. Before we get to the free agency news and notes, we do have a contract extension that was made. Mitch Keller of the Pittsburgh Pirates signed a five-year, $77 million extension. Really, he's getting his last two years of arbitration bought out in the contract. Keller is the best pitcher on the Pittsburgh Pirates staff and had a mild breakout last year. He had a 4.21 ERA, and he managed to strike out 210 guys. If he ends up taking a step forward, as many expect him to in the next year or two, then this deal will look like a major misfire for Keller. Now, I got to give the Pirates credit here because this was an excellent move for them. Pitching has gotten astronomically expensive in free agency over the past few years. Mediocre pitchers are now making $15 million a year. And you're telling me that you got a potential ace of the staff locked up at $15 million per year for five years? That's a pretty good move there. Over the past couple of years, the Pirates have actually been able to start locking up some of their young stars. They have Cabrian Hayes locked up to a long-term deal, and they got Brian Reynolds to sign on the dotted line for a deal. The Pirates also have some young talent on their squad. O'Neill Cruz is a player who came up in 2022 and electrified the shortstop position, throwing some of the fastest throws ever recorded. He's a lot like um, Ellie Dela Cruz. They're very similar position players. They have a lot of speed. They have a lot of power. O'Neill Cruz is 6'7". He's the same height as Aaron Judge and hits the ball just as hard. He's an electrifying player that I hope the Pirates can lock up for years to come at some point. 
Former number one overall pick Paul Skeens, a starting pitcher, is expected to join the team at some point during the season. Another youngster they have, Henry Davis, came up last year and is likely to be their starting catcher. Things may be turning on the up and up for the Pirates. We'll have to talk more about them when we do our series on the divisional standings for the upcoming season and making my griffdictions on that. Free agency was again another slow, slow grind of a week where I could probably count all the major moves on one hand. Not good. Last week I talked about Liam Hendricks and how he had a deadline about whether or not he was going to sign and that deadline had passed. Well, He managed to land himself a deal with the Boston Red Sox as he's recovering from his Tommy John surgery. It's a two-year, $10 million deal with incentives, and he will likely miss the entire season recovering from Tommy John surgery. I appreciate that you guys are trying to pull at my heartstrings and get me to come back and watch the team, And I don't know if it's going to work or not, because quite frankly, Liam Hendricks isn't playing this year. So this week was heavy on shortstop signings as Ahmed Rosario signed with the Tampa Bay Rays for $1.5 million. Gio Urshela signed a $1.5 million deal with the Detroit Tigers. And Tim Anderson signed with the Miami Marlins, dashing my dream of the Jose Ramirez, Tim Anderson, left side of the infield. Brandon Woodruff re-upped with the Brewers for a two-year deal. He's in a similar situation to Liam as he's going to miss most of this season recovering from a shoulder injury. Woody, though, is much younger and will hope to recover in the 2025 season so that he can try to cash in as a free agent afterwards. And that's basically it in the news and notes. Another slow week. There's not really a whole lot going on in the free agent side. We're starting to see players actually play baseball, which is awesome. And next week, we're going to circle up and start working on our analysis of the teams in each of the divisions. And we're going to start with the central divisions, the AL and the NL next week. So until then, ta-ta!